to episode 37 of The Lala Show, a weekly podcast about Chinese entertainment. So I think this week we're going to just kind of catch up on some news that happened in the past few weeks. Um, and I want to start off with something that we both saw, which was a story about Jet Li, who is currently 55 years old, but suffering from, I think, hyperthyroidism. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the past few years he hasn't been that active in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry because he's been sick mm-hmm. and most recently he made an appearance in Tibet and people took pictures of him and he looks like his condition has deteriorated dramatically. Yeah, he looks like he's aged like 20 years. Like he's 55 mm-hmm. but he literally looks like 70s. 70s or 80s even. Yeah, it's kind of crazy like how it took a toll on him because mm-hmm. he used to be like this really like he's a kung fu star yeah so you know he's very built and he's very healthy he's very mm-hmm. radiant looking and then just with it within a couple of years it like looked like he aged so much and mm-hmm. you know he's been you know, what i've seen at least he's been like turning to buddhism to like mm-hmm. with help and healing mm-hmm. um and you know i don't i don't know what he's doing within the entertainment industry anymore mm-hmm. or like if he's even involved anymore yeah but he's just yeah I would think that he it would be really hard for him to film. It seems like yeah, I don't know. Like just based on the way he looks, it seems like it's. Well, I don't know if he's like maybe doing like writing or directing or maybe something like yeah. that. But like as far as acting, I don't think he's ever gonna get back into yeah. acting because yeah. he's such a star in like as far as kung fu action films. Like I don't know what else he would be able to do. Didn't he decide to retire a few years back? No, I mean uh, with the condition, I feel like yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah. But he's so young, like... He's 55. That's not old. No, I mean, there's yeah. people who are older than him that are still acting, but again, he's mm-hmm. so, like, such an iconic character yeah. that it's yeah. hard to see him in anything else yeah. and to see him, like, that right now. Like, when I saw the picture, I was shocked. Like, yeah. that does not look like him. And some people were saying, like, oh, it's the angle or whatever. I'm like, no. Like, some pictures, yes, I can see how it's, like, it yeah. looks a little bit crazy. But, like, if you just look at, like, a normal picture of him, mm-hmm. he still looks like he's aged so much. Like, yeah. he's gained a little bit of weight. He's, his wrinkles are very prominent. His, he's bald, like... And all his hair is, like, yeah. white now. Like, he's yeah. gone. And, yeah. I mean, he seems happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, he's on his spiritual spiritual journey. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I think. It's sad. Yeah. But hope I mean, hopefully he's able to get better. Yeah. Cause I don't know, I always figured hyperthyroidism wasn't that like it seems like it's something that would be controllable, but I think maybe he is stable, but mm. I don't think he's ever gonna get to the point where he was back then. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Like it's still gonna take a toll on your body. I don't think yeah. he's ever gonna get back to that point. I don't think he's ever gonna be able to be physically fit like that again and just the mental toll like on him mm-hmm. i think he's just is you know as long as he's happy and healthy yeah and he's like set for life so it doesn't you know it doesn't yeah. affect him like it would someone in other positions but yeah. like again it just sucks to see someone so vibrant you know a couple years ago mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like whoa yeah yeah but going back to before we talked about about how china has been banning a lot of things or like censoring a lot of mm-hmm, things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it's getting increasingly worse i feel like with mm-hmm. in time which that's like weird to me because we should yeah. be more like modernized yeah. versus we're going like back in time so to speak mm-hmm. um but there's a new thing that i just read that apparently they're banning some of the content in like chinese historical dramas in 
especially ones that are set in like um, palaces and like the whole Gongting uh, drama mm-hmm. where like their people are like fighting for rulership or like mm-hmm. emperorship, yeah. like people, you know, brothers killing brothers uh-huh. or like mothers conspiring against each other, like things like mm-hmm. that, like that kind of political issues. They're starting to ban because they don't want people to start drawing references to current day politics. Huh. Yeah, like they're very, like we don't want people to be looking because we want TV social to promote social harmony. And if people no. are watching dramas like this and there's conspiracy everywhere, there's politics everywhere, they're mm-hmm. going to start drawing ties to current day politics and it's not good. Are they admitting that there's conspiracies in current day government? I mean, I don't know, but the thing is, a lot of these new coming out dramas are being pushed back because of this issue. And remember Rui's, Rui's Royal Love and Palace with mm. Zhou Xun and Huo Jinghua, mm-hmm. the one that I was like really excited to see? Yeah. They're pushing it way back because uh, of this issue. Like, it was supposed to air, it's like in post production for like ever. Mm-hmm. And because of these bands, a lot of these historical dramas are, you know, not being able to air. Which that is sucks. so dumb. It is, it is sucks. Like, it does suck. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I don't know. I feel like there's just so much fear in the government for mm-hmm. people, you know, like, I don't know. It, it's kind of like, we, we live in such a modern day age and, but they're still, they're being increasingly you know, strict about it is weird and it's not, um... It's kind of like they're trying to shut the barn door after the, like, cow has already left or whatever. You know that saying, that expression, like, it's like, it's a little too late. It's a little too late to try to control these things. Mm -hmm. Especially with, like, the... Because it's like, I could see that happening earlier in time when the government had more control over people's daily lives Mm -hmm. and when we didn't have the internet. Yeah, technology, we didn't have technology. But at this point, it's like, you could have either tried to do that much earlier, mm-hmm. but then if you wait until now to start really cracking down on these things, it just makes you look ridiculous. And now, the rest of the world can also see you being ridiculous. Yeah. Like the Peppa Pig thing. Yeah. You know, like, I just don't... I don't get it. And it's like, I feel like the reasoning in the past for allowing people to do dramas like this or whatever is to be like, oh, hey, look, the, like... Society was even worse when it was ruled by kings and queens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like now we're communists and it's great, right? Because like, it isn't. I thought that was the whole point of having dramas like this to be like, well, yeah. back in the day, like people were like ruling over you, like all these like these rich people who like have these stupid lives and like only care about like women mm-hmm. and money or whatever. And now we are in this egalitarian society, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It's, it's part of like the communist right. ideology or whatever. But like. So I'm, I'm like, I don't understand why, after so many years of this, you're suddenly afraid. Because it's also historical, right? Like, I mean, yeah. obviously, it's all, like, a lot of this is fiction, but it's often based on the way things really were historically. Yeah. So, like, it's like, are you going to stop teaching it in history class? Mm-hmm. The fact that there were there was palace intrigue, you know, mm-hmm. like, that happens. And it's like, government intrigue happens all the time. It's happening right now, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, in your country and in other countries. And so it's kind of like... Yeah. It's like, how do you people see Trump? Like, how do you think people see America right now? Yeah. You know, like, we're, I mean, yeah, we are ashamed of it, but, like, again, it's not something you can stop. It's not yeah. something you can control. And it's not something you can hide. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like the more you try to do like stupid shit like this to hide it, the more stupid you look. The more you draw attention to it. The more you draw attention to it. It's like you know why bother? And again, it's like 
with history, a lot of times I feel like it's one of those things where people want to show history the way they want to show it. Mm-hmm. Or like the way that they, you know, the, oh, the good history or like, you know, only yeah. the good parts of it, never the bad parts of it, right? Yeah. It's always like that. Yeah. Um, but that's just not how history works. No. And especially, like like you said, in this day and age, we can Google everything. Yeah. You know, I can Google everything and find out all the information I need, like, just because I'm not seeing it from the mainstream doesn't mean I can't get it elsewhere. Like, what are you going to do, ban the internet? <laughs> but also, it's kind of like, what are you going to make dramas about then? You know, like, because, yeah, because China is so rich in their history and yeah. so much of their culture whether it's media or entertainment or not so much of like just general culture is based off of history yeah and if you're banning that it's like you're banning 90 percent of who you are yeah but also it's kind of like how do you make a historical drama without any conflict exactly. how do you make any kind of drama without any conflict it's like that's not a drama yeah, that's the whole nature of a drama. That's the whole nature of a drama like, series. Why, like, why are you watching it? Why are you watching these people just prance around in, like, historical costumes? Yeah, they're happy all the time. To be like, hello, beautiful day, isn't it, that we're having? Oh, this so weather is amazing. Exactly. I mean, Let's that's what all get art along. is. Yeah. It seems... It just doesn't seem realistic. Like, what are you going to make media about? Exactly. I wonder how that's going to play out. I wonder if they're going to reach a tipping point where it's like, okay, well, this all of this restriction is like not realistic and it's not going to work. Because I feel like they're headed in that direction. You ban hip-hop, you ban Peppa Pig, you ban like children's cartoons, and now you're banning historical dramas. It's like, I guess it's because like, for some of the other stuff, like the hip-hop ban or whatever, it's kind of like you're trying to shut out Western culture, but at this point mm-hmm. you're also trying to shut out Chinese culture. culture. Yeah. So it's like, what do you have left? Exactly. Nothing. You won't let us see politics on TV. And yeah, they probably like. Do they even show politics on TV? They do. You know what I mean like? Do they? Sh- you know, like because here we can see like rallies or conferences or you know like those things. But I don't even know what they see over there as far as as far as politics. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I I mean I would guess that there is politics, but it's usually the oh look the country is great. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. It's like you're you're slowly approaching North Korea. Mm-hmm. Like, slowly. I don't think that it's possible to ever get there with a, China, with a country as big as China. Yeah. But... But they've done so much restriction. Again, it's like you've done so much restriction with, the, with a country that's so big. Yeah. Already, you know? Because, I mean, in general, like, everyone could just, like, ban up and, like, screw you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that is the nature of <laughs> communist revolts, actually. <laughs> so. Um, alright, well, speaking of things that are taboo on TV, <laughs> Angela Baby is mm. on Running Man. Yeah. So, in, like, a recent episode, there was some sort of a game where I think they're all... I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I just read articles about it. But mm-hmm. I think they're all, like, suspended over, like, a pool. Mm-hmm. And then if you lose, you get dunked in water. Mm-hmm. But Angela Baby doesn't get dunked in water, even though she loses. They basically just, like, pour a little bit of water over her. Mm -hmm. So then netizens are like, what is this? Why are you showing such favoritism towards Angela Baby? Is Mm -hmm. it just because she's a girl? Like, it's not like she can't handle blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. So Angela Baby comes out on Weibo and is like, it was the first day of my period. I wasn't feeling well, and so the directors took it easy on me. And apparently this ignited a firestorm of people saying... You know, like, basically, like, do periods matter? Does, do women deserve, like, 
I don't know, like, different treatment when they're on the period. I don't know. I didn't actually read the netizen comments. But basically, it's, like, all this debate about periods. And so um, BBC wrote an article about it and basically lauded Angela Baby as, like, bringing, shedding, uh, or whatever, bringing attention to a taboo topic of Mm -hmm. menstruation. And, I mean, I don't think that she deserves credit for that, really. Wait, so they gave her credit for bringing up a taboo topic. Like, yeah. Like, Period. big whoops to Angela Baby for talking about things people don't want to talk about? Yeah. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so, let's see. The BBC article, I personally feel like is a little bit like one of those, like, white people writing about ethnic people kind of deals where they're <laughs> like, oh, it's so taboo. People don't talk about their periods. So hard, so groundbreaking that Andrew Baby said this. So, okay, let me read this to you. This is a segment of the BBC article, and mm-hmm. it's the, the subtitle is Breaking a Taboo. Okay. China is a country where menstruation and tampons in particular are topics which most people feel uncomfortable discussing. See. Despite this, many comments supported the actress who was previously celebrated for returning to the show after pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, one person wrote, only women understand the pain of women's menstruation, but we women are always striving for perfection. You need a little more love and a little less darkness in your hearts. Mm-hmm. Another person, it's not easy, really. When you're on your period, it does feel hard. Sometimes it's especially painful, so painful that you doubt what you're doing. Um, and then, like, so another person, this society is too hard on women. And then some people were critical, saying... How do we even know that it's true that she was on her period? Is she so easy to believe? And then another person asked why she appeared on the show if she didn't feel well. Then why participate in this show and go in the water? Oh my god, people are so butthurt. So I would say, first of all, that um, the, it was kind of an overreaction, in my opinion. Yeah. But also, like, I don't appreciate how the BBC, like, wrote about this, like, Chinese people are so backwards and not going to talk about tampons or whatever. Like, American people don't like talking about tampons and periods. Like, that's not, it's not exclusive to Chinese society and you're making it sound like Chinese people are so backwards for not being able to discuss menstruation when, like, that's pretty common in most societies. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also feel like it's not like no one else ever talks about their period on TV. Mm -hmm. Like, um... During the Olympics, that one swimmer who was like... That's what I'm like, I don't think this... They're, they're describing her as groundbreaking versus that... For the Olympian, that was a little bit more groundbreaking. Oh, yeah. Because she did it on national, like, live news. Like, yeah. in a national, international, like, huge event. And she did it really offhandedly. Like Yeah, like, it was like, whatever. But this is a little bit different. And I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree that... It, the whole period topic is you know a taboo thing all over the world because even though we don't hear about it a lot it's not as taboo as i do agree that it is a little bit more taboo in asia than it is in western culture like here like yeah you probably don't hear about it but like if somebody did mention it it's not as big of a deal i feel like though that like it depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. If you're talking to another like woman then it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. But i feel like if you ever bring up your period in front of a man Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten like the like really confused like cons- confused concern? Because <laughs> I've gotten that like when I've been talking about mm-hmm. my period, like mm-hmm. dudes are like, 
they're like kind of grossed out but then mm. also like trying to be supportive it's like really weird huh i don't know i no i don't think so i just get sometimes i just get like oh okay well like that's why you're feeling this way or like or something mm. or like that's why you're in a mood but usually mm. it's not that's why i'm in a mood but, <laughs> of course like, not. you know, that's why you're in a mood. Or, like, oh, I'll be feeling better. Or, like, oh, do you need Advil? Mm. Like, things like that. But, again, I feel like it's taboo in the fact that I don't think a lot of people in the public eye would ever bring it up or talk about it. Or, like, you know what I mean? Versus I here, like, celebrities or whatever. Like, you'll see on reality television. You'll see on TV. People talk about it. It appears. Like, it's not, like... I feel like if it happened, like, in reality TV, if somebody was on their period and they were in the bathroom, they'd censor it. You know? Like, they block the entire thing, or they won't show it, or they won't play well, it. Versus- no, I don't think that's true, because I, you know your favorite person, Zheng Shuang? Yeah. Remember when she was on Hua Er Yu Xiaonian? Yeah. She had, like, this one, like, this one day, the day they were riding horses, she was on, like, her, she was on her period. Oh, that was, that's true. She was wearing white pants, too. Yeah, and then she was, like, talking about it. And then, then I remember at that moment, like, I watched it and I felt so bad for her. I was, I was like, if I'm on the first day of my period, I'm cramping up. I am not going to get on a goddamn yeah. horse. Hmm. Okay. So I don't think it's that... Hmm. I don't think it's particularly uncommon. I feel like it's really just because it's Angela Baby. And, like, netizens have a, like, love-hate relationship with Angela <laughs> Baby. I think that's really what it is. And I also think it's funny that this article is giving both ends of the spectrum where it's like, oh my god, I can't believe she's talking about it, like, good for her, like, clap, like, snaps for Angela Baby. Uh-huh. And then there's a whole other side that's like, so what? Like, I don't give a shit. Like, get in the water. Like, why are you even here? Like, uh, yeah. you know, there's like super, like, opposite end of the spectrum or it's just like, you guys just want to hate on everything. Well, I think that's just because, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's more about the fact that it's Angela Baby than the fact that Angela Baby was on her period. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think you see that with, like, Fu Yuanhui or, what, is that her name? The one with the swimmer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, cool. Like, it's more like, oh, damn, she she went and did that. I think also, um, and I've mentioned this before, so it could tie into this fact, but I do feel like even before that whole thing happened, I've said this, you know, previously about Chinese Running Man, is that they have always been easy on Angela, baby. They've mm, always yeah. catered to her a little bit more. Like, they've always viewed her as a girl versus the original Korean Running Man. They never viewed Song Ji Hyo as a girl. Like, mm-hmm. they, I mean, at some aspects, yes, of course, but like, they hit her just as hard. Yeah. They make her do things just as much. Like, yeah. y- when you see Korean Running Man and Song Ji Hyo in it, like, you see her as a competitor. Mm-hmm. You don't see her as a girl part of this crew. Yeah. Versus in this Running Man, you really see Andrew Baby as like the girl part of this crew because yeah. they baby her, quote, end quote. Yeah. Um, so I feel like with all of that tied in into this, and then people are like, oh, again, here's excuses, again. So mm-hmm. every single time something happens that, you know, is not fair for Angela Baby, it's because she's on her period, mm-hmm. you know? I, I feel like they're going to make a thing out of it. So it's more of like a problem with like Angela Baby and her role in Running Man than the period thing at all. It's like both. Mm-hmm. It, you know what, like, I feel like it's, it's a lot of both because it's like, yeah, okay, maybe she just doesn't want to get dunked in water, so she's gonna make up a lie and say she's on her. Like, here's the thing if you use a tampon, it's okay if you get wet. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, like, there's professional ways to go about it. Like, if you're a professional person oh, in yeah. doing your job on TV to play a game, plug it up. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where I'm coming from. And then I feel like, again, the whole, like, her role in the whole thing, I think, is what's causing a little bit more scrutiny on her yeah. than anybody else. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, when I saw this, like, when I saw this news, I was like, what a useless piece of news. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I just, as a person, mm-hmm. and I think you know this about me, like, I'm really invested in, like, being able to have, like, women be comfortable enough with their bodies and with whatever to talk about things like their periods, right? Yeah. And that's important to me. But, like, I just feel like this whole thing is, it just seems pretty, like, ridiculous and, mm-hmm. like, useless and not that important to general life. But for some reason, Chinese netizens made such a big deal about it that now it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this a thing? That's mm-hmm. how I feel about it. I'm like, yeah. period, like, the period thing aside, I feel like so much of it is really based on, like, the fact that it is Angel Lady. Yeah. And so I feel like it's kind of stupid. That's just me. That's like all most ninety percent of entertainment news. Let's be honest. That is true. Because ninety percent of entertainment news is news that happened to regular people, but to famous people, and it's more important because they're famous. That's true. Like, like if Angela Baby walked on the street and fell and broke her leg, it'll break world record. But if we did that, we'd just be sad. (laughs) And. And broke because we have to pay for a broken leg. Yep. So speaking of being broke, okay. <laughs> um, there was a list released recently of the highest paid Chinese actresses. Actresses, so women. Yes. Okay. Well, there's also a list of actors, but. Okay. Huh. 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 Sorry. Now that I just had a you know thing uh-huh. light bulb. Yeah. Is there pay inequality in China as well? I'm sure. Okay, because, yeah, you just said a list for actors and actresses. I'm just like, shouldn't they just be together? Um, yeah, probably. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know about the differential in terms of these, like, top paid actresses and actors, you Mm -hmm. know, because I feel like there's a difference between, like, the pay, like, regular pay inequality, which I'm sure happens, like, with, like, normal actors and actresses versus, like, really famous ones, because then it becomes, like, if you're Beyonce... Yeah. Then the pay gap is less of a problem for you because you're Beyonce. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that this list was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you want to guess some of the people on it, or should I list is them? Is it top out? ten? Top eleven, I think. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> That's a weird number. A random number. Um, Fan Bingbing. Mm-hmm. So this is actresses, right? Yes. Um. Okay. So Fan Bingbing, Li Bingbing. Li Bingbing is not on the list. Ooh. Ooh. No. She's not on the list. She's not on the list. Sun Li. She is on the list. Ooh! Zhou Xun is not on the list, but Sun Li is on the mm-hmm. list? Mm-hmm. Where are Sun Li? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh huh. Okay. Let's not go there. Oh, Zhao Wei. Nope. Hmm. Lin Xinru. Nope. I'm sure there's like a lot of older people that I'm not really getting. That's not the people you're missing. Really? How about I will reveal this list to you and then we you can give me some thoughts. Okay. Get, wait, give me what's who's who's eleven? Okay, I don't know that these are in order. Oh. And also I don't know. This is like so it's supposed to be the highest paid Chinese actresses, but there's no real ranking and I think the criteria is that all these actresses earn more than eighty million yuan per drama or film. 80 million yuan per, per drama or film. Oh, yes. damn. Okay. So, 
I don't know if there's people that should be on this list that are not on this list, yeah. because I feel like there should be. Okay. But I feel like it's surprising to me, because some of these people I would not have thought of as being th- that big of an actress. Kind of like how last week you were talking about Tang Yen being, like, a top <laughs> actress. Okay. But, Is she okay. on the list? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Alright, so these, I don't think they're in order of, like, most to least, mm-hmm. but I'll read them to you. So first is Yang Mi. Okay, yeah, I forgot about her. Sure, sure. Second is Sun Li. Okay. Third mm-hmm. is Fan Bingbing. Okay. Fourth is Zhang Ziyi. Okay, uh, yeah, I forgot about her. Okay. Fifth is Bai Bai He. What the heck? Right? What? Okay, continue. Sixth is Angela Baby. Seventh is Tang Wei. Oh, okay, okay. Eighth is Zhao Li Ying. What? <laughs> I know. Oh, according to the report, she earns an average of 5 million yuan a day when she's working on a project. What the heck? I've always she's so young, that she's a new up and coming. Exactly, that's why it's like so, okay, let me keep going. The next one's even better. I would assume Tang Yin would make more than her. She just has more of a record than Tao I don't know, I don't know. Number 9 is Dili Roba. What the heck? What happened to Gulina? <laughs> I don't know. And then number 10 is Zheng Shuang. <laughs> and number 11 is Zhou Dongyu. Okay, okay. I see she's in big movies now, okay. But this is a weird list. It is a weird I mean, I kind of wonder, like, which people they did not Yeah, is put. this is this just like a general? I don't think it's a... It's like, these are the only people that make this much money, right? There's probably a lot more that is not listing because this doesn't make any sense. So a lot of these girls are super new. I thought so too, which is why I thought it was like so weird. It is weird. But I don't know. Maybe that because it was released by the Chinese Film Federation. So I don't know. That's really weird. Like a lot of these girls are really new. And so don't you like I've seen her in a couple things. I, I know she's like been getting good roles and like good projects mm-hmm. but again she's like fairly new and so is Dali. I mean I feel like a lot of them are fairly young and new yeah and they've just been getting good roles but that doesn't dictate because you can't sign on the same level as someone like Fabi who's done her due time and is now directing and producing mm-hmm. um and also with Angela Baby, like, she's not, she, <laughs> I feel like she's well-known, but she's not well-known for her work. She seems more like a socialite type than yeah. a serious actress. Or That's like, what I'm saying, like, she's not really known for her work. Like, I, I know she's in a couple of movies, I know she's in a couple of dramas, but, like, it's not like she, she, she became famous for those things. She, you know, she became mm. famous because she was beautiful. Yeah. And I think she's just more popular. Why would she... You know, this is weird. It, like, I don't know, because, okay, so all these women apparently make, like, 80 million yuan on average mm-hmm. for all of their projects, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, like, some of them make sense, obviously, like Zhang Ziyi and Fan Mingbing, yeah. because they're, like, big stars. Yeah, and they've earned their due, right? But some of them, like, Zheng Shuang or Dili Reba, I'm like... Especially, do you hear about to like? Didn't she just come out? Probably not just come out, but, yeah, but she she may have like she might have like two or three dramas under her belt that are like major dramas. Yeah, that doesn't qualify her to be a top earner <laughs> actress. And we're what happened to Gulinata in that category? Isn't Gulinata a little bit more experienced? 
She might not be as popular. She's not as popular. That that's true because she got like haters. Remember? She yeah. She's got haters. She's got haters. Um, but yeah, that's so interesting. Oh, but uh, you so you were asking me about a wage gap. Yeah. It exists. Of course it does. So the companion list is of the top earning actors, mm-hmm. and so the top earners. Um, the male ones, mm-hmm. they actually get 100 million RMB in filming fees. So I, the top earning female ones are 80 million. That's a uh, $20 million difference damn. per project. Yeah. And so then the top earning um, male actors include Hu Ge, Chen Kun. Okay. And the last one I think you're going you're gonna to be upset about is Yang Yang. <laughs> yep. Why? Yep, yep, yep. Wait, only three? Well, those are the three that are listed in this article. There's probably like I think a it's ton like, more. They like they totally minimize that. Well, it's a, like a list of the like one hundred top whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the one hundred million mark are mm-hmm. Hugo, Chen Kun, and Yang Yang. And then Yang at the Yang? 90- Where has he been even? Okay, but also at the ninety million RMB rank are Jing Boran. Yang Yang's making more than Jing Boran. He's Jing-Boran. making more than Jing Boran. No freaking way. And Liu Haran. Dang, he's a baby. He's a baby, but he's making bank. Where's Wu Lei? <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, no, no. Okay, so at 80 million RMB, which is the level of like the top female right, stars, right. we've got um, Wallace Chung. What's his name? Zhong. Song Han Yang, the Hong Kong one wow, who like. Wow, he's been around though. I don't know. He's been around. He's like aged. He's making less than Liu Hao Ran, and he's like <laughs> twice, maybe third times his age. Li Yifeng. Oh. Uh, Huo Jianhua. What? Wu Xiaobo. Lin Gengxin. Okay. Zhang Yixing. Lu Han, Huang Zitao. Oh my god, I didn't know they were- I thought they Tell were- Tell and all three TF boys. Wait, I thought they were making more. Yeah, now, now that I'm surprised, those last couple I'm surprised about, they would, they would be like in the 90 to 100 range. Okay, no, I think the 100 range, like other than Yang Yang, like it makes sense to me that like, Huge and- Yeah. Yeah, but then also like the fact that Yang Yang makes more money than like Fan Bingbing. Oh my you know, god. Like, I wonder if this is this really true? I, it probably is. That's so weird. That but that also means that being a TF boy pays as well as being Fan Bingbing. Oh my god. If I were Fan Bingbing, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed too. I wonder if this is released to the public. Of course it was. <laughs> as Fan Bingbing, I'd be like, you're paying this 10 year old. You know what happened in the. They need to set the Me Too movement in China. <laughs> Uh, is it Me Too? What is it? What is the equal equality? Me Too is the sexual assault Yeah, what's one, the but... equality one? I mean, that's just uh, generally <laughs> pay equality, you know? I mean, I thought it was, there was a hashtag for that. Okay, well... Yep. Sucks. Um, and then at the 70 million dollar mark are Zhang Han and Luo Jin. Oh, and Luo Jin. Hong or Sun Hong, Hong Wei. Well, he's old. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he's that he's a really old guy. Huh, I don't know he's not getting paid. But um 
So Angela Baby earns approximately eighty million. Yeah. Huang Xiaoming only earns sixty million per project. Really? I mm-hmm. thought Huang Xiaoming was more famous. Well, apparently, he doesn't command as much money power. Really? I think he's going downhill. <laughs> And then also in the 60 million mark are um, Zai Zai, Chen mm. uh, Boin, mm. and Zhao Youting. Mm. Yep. Yep, yep. And then um, at the 50 million mark are Tong Da Wei, huh. Hu Yitian, Dou Xiao, and Wang Da Lu. Oh. And then at the 40 million are um, Nikki Wu. What's his name? Liu Shishu's husband? Oh, Wu Zhilong. Yes, Wu Zhilong. Wow. Ming Dao. Wow. You would assume that they would be making more money. I would assume Wu Zhilong would be making quite a bit more money than that. But he's, he's, like, like, he's at 40 million per filming, which yeah, is like half nothing. of a big star. Half of a big star. <laughs> half of a fun being being. Half of a fun being being. But he's twice the age of her. I, I don't know. I, I found this list surprising. It's very surprising. I think because, like, you kind of... You kind of assume that the celebrity rank kind of dictates what income level they're at, but it doesn't seem that way because it's kind of like... I think it's popularity. I guess. Popularity dictates how much you make because how much are you willing to pay this person and how many people are going to watch this person versus another person mm-hmm. and how much revenue are you, you going to get from that. I think that's where they're coming from. But it is very surprising and sad. It's really sad to be like to be Fan Bingbing and you're not making as much money as Yang Yang. That okay, Yang Yang is really surprising because I don't I haven't seen him so To many be Jing Moran and not making as much money as Yang Yang. Yeah, and to be so Fan Bingbing and to be making the same amount of money as a TF board. <gasps> I'd be pissed as hell. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, none of these people are hurting for money, right? Like, no. these poor people making 40 million RMB yeah. per it's like project. 80 million versus 100, there's 20 million in between, but do they really see where that 20 million goes? Like, I at mean, that point, it's like, you really don't just, know where your money is going. It's a, it's a numbers game. But it's still, like, on, based on the principle of it, it's like, yeah, really it's, unfair. Yeah. Um, but speaking of which, how much do you think uh, Xiao Jintan is getting paid? To host the Jin Chu Zhang Awards. He's hosting the Jin Chu Zhang? Yeah, so it's um, airing June 23rd, the 29th Jin Chu Zhang Golden Melody Awards. Wait, do they usually have it hosted by like a singer? No, that's why I'm confused. It's so random. Um, so last year I think it was Huang Zitao. They usually have either a host or like a comedian or something do those things. Mm-hmm. It's pretty like, it's pretty rare that they would have a singer do it, let alone someone like Xiao Jintan. No offense, no offense to Xiao Jintun, like, I love him as a singer, mm-hmm. but he's awkward. <laughs> well, my thing is just, like, he's been around for so long that he doesn't need a hosting gig. I mean, that too, but, like... Like, you don't get JJ Lin to come and host your award show. But, okay, so, I don't know if it's a trend or something, but, like, Kelly Clarkson recently hosted the Billboard Awards. So, I don't know if it's okay, just, like... Okay, but a- Kelly Clarkson... Mm-hmm. She like isn't like she was like really popular and like she's so popular. early to- really because yeah. I feel like she disappeared for a while. She came out with a new album just now, not oh. just now, but like a year, mm-hmm. like this year. Um, but like I'm wondering if it's a trend where it's like if you're hosting, you're just 
I mean, because if you watch these things, really the host just announces people who come up to like show their awards. But you get the most screen time. You get the most screen time. And like you just have that one monologue in the beginning, but that's written for you. Yeah. So it's not like a big deal, but at the same time, it's like usually they have hosts who are it's their job to do these things. Yeah. And then I'm just thinking Xiao Jintan, like, he's so awkward. He is pretty awkward. He's a little socially awkward. He doesn't really know. Like, I don't know, where did they come up with him hosting? Because he doesn't seem like a host type at all. It feels very Wosuka show where you have, like, one of the contestants. And I think it works for Wosuka show because that's just, like, the gimmick that they had. Mm -hmm. And it was the thing that, like, allows the host to be more popular. Because then, like, people, like, it's the same thing where they get more screen time. So then people are more familiar with them. Yeah. But it seems like a weird choice for, like, a music sh- awards show that's been around for so long. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna be. We'll see. And I honestly haven't been into the music industry enough to watch this show. I mean, maybe you'll be interested in it, but... I don't really watch awards shows. Yeah. I mean, I watch it for the performances if they're good. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Maybe we should check out the performances. Yeah. And he'll probably perform. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, he'll definitely yeah. perform. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. That's in June, so we can look forward to that. Mm. Um, and on another note, have you ever seen or have I ever showed you this movie by Guo Jingming called um, Lord? Yes. I showed you? Well, I mean, I've heard of it. Okay. They, there's a Lord 2 coming out, isn't there? Yeah. Legend of the Raving Dynasty. Ravaging Dynasties. Sorry. Mm. I, I thought that Guo Jingming had fallen from grace. We talked about this. Yeah. So, I, like, I just... I mean, I guess he could continue putting out movies, but... I feel like, as, a, as like, a general audience member, like, you would think about it and you'd be like, I don't really want to support someone who sexually assaults people. Yeah. Anyways, um, continue. But just with the movie alone, like, I saw the trailer, I think a little bit, like, the beginning of the movie, the first one, and I didn't like it. It mm-hmm. felt weird to me. It felt like a game, like a video game. Which, I mean, maybe that's what they're going for. Like, you know the gra- how um, the, the whole appeal of the movie is that everything is done with computer, right? Like so you, CGI. Yeah, you have these actors who put on, like, these green suits, and you're yeah. just digitally putting everything on them because they're, yeah. like, anima- animated. Yeah. And it just looks very, like, fairy tale, like, but, like, a lot like a role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see um, role-playing games now these days, or even, like, World of Warcraft and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it looks a lot like that. Mm-hmm. And I can see maybe how the appeal of, like, people who like that kind of graphic or, like, that kind of fantasy-like thing would mm-hmm. enjoy it, but to the general public, I don't enjoy it very much. Like an adult cartoon. Yeah, well, like, maybe yeah. if someone who's into anime and things like that. I don't know, because, like, the aesthetic doesn't look like an anime. It kind of does, like a dark anime. I guess, but it, like, I don't know, because, like, from what I saw, it doesn't, the characters all look really unnatural. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's kind of, like, it's one thing to have, like, a realistic-looking cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to have a cartoon that looks like it's drawn, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like somewhere in the middle where it just looks a little bit like uncanny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't like it at all. It just seemed really, really weird, and I didn't see the appeal. Like again, it looked like a game. Like you mm-hmm. know that that era where like they put out a World of Warcraft movie for mm-hmm. the World of Warcraft fans. Yeah. Oh my god, it I seemed forgot kind of about like that. that. Yeah, I'm like. I would never go in to watch an entire movie of World of Warcraft graphics. Like, 
It's just so weird. Well, I mean, I think that there's times when it's done well. Like, the Tomb Raider movies, I've heard, are supposed to be pretty good. That's based on a video game. Yeah, but they're real life, aren't they? They're not animated. They're real life, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was, yeah. like, this is, the whole as- the whole idea of it being animated and being, like, a fantasy thing, it's just not appealing to watch. Like, it's mm. not appealing to the eye. Like, visually, it's, conceptually, it's a great idea, right? Conceptually, mm. like, it's technology, it's cool, yeah. like, it's innovative. Yeah. But visually, it's really hard to watch and enjoy. I mean, that's the thing with Guo Jingming, right? Like, the whole thing is, like, a lot of his stuff is really more, like, you're there for the eye candy and not necessarily yeah. for the plot. Yeah. So if your eye candy is also lacking, then what do you have going for you, really? Well, no, but you have a lot of eye candy in this one. Not if they look weird. That not to their fans. <laughs> not to the fans of Chris Wu, William Chang, Fan Bingbing, and all those people. Since you're those in it, too. I know he is. <laughs> it's like this weird, cont- like it's the most contentious thing about my love for Chen Shuidong is that he's always like he's a frequent collaborator of Guo Jingming, and I find Guo Jingming even before the because he found him. Yeah, but he's just so weird. Anyways, that is a different that is a different issue. That is a diff- yeah. Guo Jingming is a different issue altogether. Yeah, <laughs> like. I don't know. I, I liked his Xiao Shidai movies. I think in the beginning, I liked the first one and it just started getting worse and worse. Mm. The only reason I liked the first one because, again, aesthetically and visually it was very pleasing and it was a very interesting storyline as far as the four girls. Mm. But when he started just inserting guy eye candy after guy eye candy, it was just like, okay, now it's too much. Yeah. And there's no depth. Yeah. Like, there's no more depth to the story. There's no more depth to the movie. It's just, I, I see where you're going with it. Like, you're yeah. just pushing views. Yeah. Right? Same thing with this thing, you know? And, you know, I get how, like, all these big hitters would be, would want to be involved in something like this because, again, it's Guo means the name, it's the innovative mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there there's gonna be a, like, set fan base. Like, all yeah. of these people are gonna go watch it. But to the general public, like, I, I would assume a good movie, you know, like, a critically acclaimed movie mm-hmm. is a movie that anyone can go to and enjoy and have thoughts about yeah versus a movie just for the fans mm-hmm. so yeah i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> either um but yeah um well do you have any record recs for this week uh so i have one rec it is by a band called vast and hazy and they put out a new song recently called yet it's um a fun song i feel like and it's like got good energy to it and I will put a link to it on our Tumblr um, for people to listen to. I think it's um, it's kind of got like this outer space feel. It's kind of, hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that is a thing that people describe music as. But outer s- electronic? N- um, not really. No. Just, you know, vast and hazy, like the band okay. name. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Lala Show. You can follow us on uh, on Tumblr at thelalashow.tumblr.com and um, follow our podcast on iTunes and Wishka. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye.